Still tied up, huh? But he isn't gagged. Who are those two men that just hightailed it out of here? Mass man and an engine. What do they want? They took the gag out of my mouth and asked me who I was. I told them. But they left you here. You can see for yourself, can't you? Yeah, they were outlaws. We scared them all. Well, maybe so. Maybe they found out all they wanted to know. Did you tell them why you came to San Marco? I didn't have to. They knew? They seemed to. The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Now to continue our story. Fraser and his men, returning from San Marco, saw a light in the window of their cabin hideout. They left their prisoner unguarded. They knew that Brian could not have freed himself. Fraser gave the order to open fire. Pour it into a man! I heard one around him back. We'll see that they don't escape that way. The rest of you men stay here. Come on, Joe. There's no sign of light in the cabin. Who could it be? Some traveler come along looking for a place to spend the night. What do we do with it? Hold him until tomorrow night. That's all we have to do. You sure those two cowboys won't try to double-cross you? They haven't got enough brains. Boss, there's a white horse in the pink. A couple of men getting out that window. Let them have it. They've got to the horse. Get them. Do we can't catch him. Rain up at the cabin. But one of those hombres might have been the railroad man. If he gets away... I don't think so. They're both too big. Better pass the word along to the boys before we go in. They'll tell us full of lead. Hold your fire! Hurry up. Through the window. Yeah. Brian! We left you gay. What do you want? He's free. Maybe he's got a gun. He wouldn't have answered if he did. Light the lamp. Yeah, still tied up, huh? But he isn't gagged. Who are those two men that just hightailed it out of here? Masked man and an engine. What do they want? They took the gag out of my mouth and asked me who I was. I told them. But they left you here. You can see for yourself, can't you? Yeah, they were outlaws. We scared them all. Well, maybe so. Maybe they found out all they wanted to know. 
Did you tell them why you came to San Marco? I didn't have to. They knew? Well, they seemed to. Somebody else is on to the deal. A masked man can't do nothing about it. I don't like it. You stay here, Joe. Where are you going? I'm taking the rest of the boys back to town. We've got to find those two cowboys before the night's over. Pete and Pedro had met with no difficulty in buying the land. A drought and the accepted fact that the new railroad would not pass through the valley made the ranchers willing and eager to sell. With the deeds in their pockets, the two cowboys returned to the spot where they had met the Lone Ranger. There, they unsaddled their horses and unrolled their blankets. An hour, they waited beside the campfire, and then... Uh, it must be two o'clock, Pedro. We better hit the hay. See, si. the masked man, he will not come until morning. Will you give me a hand with my boots? They're mighty pretty, but they're mighty tight. All right. I pull them on. Oh, you can't do it that way. Turn around so your back's toward me. All right. Now, I'll push you with my other foot. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It come off so easy. It is insult you push me on my face. I didn't. We will fight it, George. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow at sunrise, I'll go to sleep. No. There's someone coming. The white horse. The paint. The long range. In front of... we, we will postpone it, George. We got the deeds all right, masked man. I know you did. You, you do? How you know that? Tonto and I have stopped at all the ranches. Let me see them. Pedro? Hey, yeah, right here. Yeah. Uh, and the circle bar, the lazy D, and the bar N. And the ranches have signed them, but you didn't. No, no, senor. Crazy tailors not to. He will take them to the land office, have them registered in his own name. Do we let him, masked man? Shall we give him the deeds? Well, I'll keep them for the time being and... Wait a minute. Something wrong? Is this the land Fraser told you to buy? See, si. Circle Bar, Lazy D and Bar N. Yes, I see. Hey, boys, most of the ranchers have gone to town. To San Marco, you mean? Yes. At this time of night? I think you'll find them in the cafe. They're looking for you. What for? You'll find out when you get there. It's time you told them you were acting for Fraser when you bought this land. You want us to go to town right now? Right away. Tonto and I'll meet you there in a little while. Just as soon as we've taken care of some other business. We will go, senor. Ready, Tonto? Uh, Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Hi, Silver! Hooray! Fraser's search for Pete and Pedro had been unsuccessful. It was shortly after he had led his men back to the cafe that a hard-riding band of ranchers and cowboys raced into town. The horses hunted to a stop in front of the cafe, and the angry murmur of their voices could be heard inside. Uh, that sounds like a mob coming this way. They got nothing on us, though. Remember that. Fraser! What do you want, Jeff? We want just exactly what we want. We're looking for a couple of owners' sidewinders that cheated us out of our land. I don't know what you're talking about. They call themselves Pete and Pedro. One of them is a big yellow-haired Texan, the other's short and dark. I never saw him. We'll get him. What do you mean they cheated you out of your land? They bought a section apiece from us. Well, there's no law against that. We didn't know the railroad had changed its plans and was coming through the valley. The railroad would give us three times what those hombres gave us. They cheated us. You sure about the railroad? The way went on an engine told us. He comes straight from headquarters. What's going on up there? Send him along in here. We got the money he gave us right here. Hand over those deeds. Now you wait, senor. We have a message for you. What message? It uh, was not for ourselves that we buy your land. No. Fraser hired us to do it. That's a lie. You give us $15,000. Don't believe them. They see they're in trouble and they're trying to get out of it. I wouldn't put a pass to Fraser. All those figures you and your men have been rustling our kettle. You've got no proof of that and I never saw these two before in my life. I use your brains, Jeff. If I gave him $15,000, would I deny it? You might to save your neck. We mean business, cowboy. 
Hand over them deeds. We do not have them. You see this rope? We aim to use it if you don't hand them over pronto. Pedro's telling you the truth. We haven't got the deeds. Where are they? Right now, we do not know. Maybe you'll change your mind when you feel a rope around your neck. Just wait a while, Jeff. We're not waiting any longer. Tie their hands behind the back. Get them on the horses and ride them out of town. We're heading for the big cottonwood, men. Pete and Pedro were hustled out of the cafe and lifted to their saddles. Jeff rode in front of the self-appointed posse and the town was left behind. A thin streak of light rimmed the eastern sky as a giant cottonwood loomed on the trail ahead. That's it. Now sling those ropes over the big limb. I'll do it. You're not in this, Freezy. I don't like a dirty deal any more than you do, and I'd sure like to make them talk. Hurry it up, then. Give me a hand, boys. Back up their cayuses a little. That's it. Hold it now. You change your mind any yet? Well, you tell you the truth. There's nothing more for us to say. No use wasting our breath. You won't have any before long. All the more reason why I should save it. I got a few goodbyes to say. See, si. adios, Pete. Goodbye, Pedro. And goodbye, little boots. I wish I could wipe you off just once more. So Wife, I... what do you call them little boots? You have got the biggest feet in America. What's that? The biggest feet in America. Them fighting words, you scum. Scum. That's what I said, saying hard things about my feet. And then they do no harm. They pushed me on my face tonight. Senor Jeff, you untie my hands and I will fight Joel with this man. I will kill him dead and save you the trouble. That suits me. Now, Give you... me the chance, Jeff. I'll pump him full of lead. Just untie my hands. Yeah, you... Don't pay any attention to him, Jeff. Now sit still so I can get this noose around your neck. Oh. Too bad, Pedro. Might have worked. It was worth a try. Do you have to pull the nose so tight already? It's your last chance. Where's those deeds? Listen, Pete. Deeds are coming, Jeff. Can't you hear those horses? Yeah, I can see them, too. It's getting light in the east. It's the mass men and the engine, the same ones that told us about the railroad. There's somebody else with them. Yeah, a couple of hombres. Joe and Brian. Don't let Fraser get away, Jeff. Looks like he's trying to make a break for us. Stay where you are, Fraser. What's going on here? You can see for yourself. These are the hombres that cheated us out of our land. Have you got the deeds to it? I have. Then hand them over. Not so fast, Jeff. Senor, Fraser said that he did not give us money. You deny giving them $15,000? Why, yeah. It's certain that no one else gave it to you, Pedro. The land you bought belonged to you. We got something to say about that, and we've had enough palavering. You've listened to me once before, Jeff, and you'll listen to me again. Not for long. It won't take long. And here's the man the railroad sent to buy your property, Jim Bryan. Howdy. Suppose you tell them which sections you want, Bryan. Why, sure. Everything on the south side of the river. The south side? That's right. But the land we sold was on the north side. Exactly. You still own the land the railroad wants, and Bryan is ready to do business with it. Put the ropes on those boys. Pete, I tell you it was the land on the south side we should buy. Yeah. You tell me I am wrong. You say we buy land on the north. I sure did. I can't understand how I was so plumb forgetful. So? <laughs> ah, sometime, Pete. <laughs> sometime, Pedro, think you have a brain, eh? Study that, Fraser. I'm just going back to town. I haven't got any business with Brian. Well, I got some business with you. Perhaps you haven't noticed that Joe's with us. Bring him over here, Tano. Well, you good and tied up. Quiet down, man. We haven't finished yet. When Brian rode into the valley, he took the wrong trail and ended up at Fraser's cabin in the hills. He was made a prisoner. I didn't have nothing to do with it. You can't put all the blame on me. Ah, oh, shut up. You'll both keep quiet until I've finished. Fraser hired Pete and Pedro to buy your land. If he denies it, well, he can't do anything about it. But the hides are another matter. Search. After we set Brian free just now, Tonto and I made a search of the cabin. We found a trapdoor. 
Underneath the floor of the cabin, there was a storeroom. It was filled with hides. You could hardly get down in the place. We only brought three with us, but they should be enough. I'll let Jeff see them, Tonto. Ah, you look. Circle boy, that's my friend. Lazy tea and barn. That explains the rustling in this district. Fraser and his men have been stealing your cattle for the hides. Hey, the skunks will string them up right now. No, you won't. You'll put them in jail and give them a fair trial. They deserve to hang. You let a judge and a jury decide that. Better do what he says, men. You're talking to the Lone Ranger. Gosh, we, we didn't know that, mister. Whatever you say goes. Round them up, boys. Take them back to town and throw them in jail. Yeah? Pedro. Si, senor. Whatever you do with that land is all right with me. Let's go, Tyler. Uh, get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Adios. So long, mister. Uh, what do you mean, Pete? What do you want us to do? If we keep the land, be sort of... <clears throat> dishonest. Mm. <laughs> we have no money to stock it. Yeah, being ranches, we, we couldn't travel anymore. Oh, that is bad. I know. He wants us to give the land back to pay the ranches for the cattle they lost. Hey, it's a good idea. That's what he wants, I'm sure. But... <laughs> si, senor. That is what he wants. <laughs> the Lone Ranger is our friend, and he always wants his friend to be happy. Eh? <laughs> Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Nobody's seen us, Bertie. Yeah. Chuck, there, how'd you like to ride on that stage? Huh? One with the gold to sleep in a couple of days. Me? Sure you. You want that gold, don't you? Yeah, you got a scheme, Purdy? There's only going to be two passengers, Chuck, there. Nobody here in Los Santos knows who you are, do they? Oh. Kino, that does it. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.